Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What the heck was that? Sound like a time warp. <laughs> it was a slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what the heck was it? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show, right here on BlogTalkRadio.com, your source for everything Stoop. Jeff the Shark Perini here with you. I, thought I needed that. I needed that. Jeff the Shark Perini here with you. <laughs> And back with us tonight after skipping out on what was a uh, terrible show Monday. <laughs> no. The lovely, the amazing co-host, Miss Jewel Tady. Jewel, good evening. Welcome back. And uh, we missed you. Thank you, Jeff. I missed you guys, too. I miss you here on the stoop so much. Um, uh, I just have to say thank you for, you know, taking control of the whole show Monday. Um, it went off great, no matter what Jeff says. But, um, yeah, I just had to deal with the family emergency and um, really quick, I just want to thank all the Stoop family and all my friends and family who helped us get through that situation. And I love you all. Thank you. And yes, I am so happy to be back under. It's been it's been a good day, but but a hectic day, I would say. Yeah, it definitely sounds like uh, things are getting better. We won't get too much into the details. Uh, like I said, things are private. Things happen to people. And all we can do is support them. That's what we do here on the stoop. And we have much love for you, Jewel. And uh, we're glad to have you back. We're glad things are in, in a better place. And you're in a better place. Let's get stupid again. Let's be. Woo-woo. Let's be stupid. Stoop- See what I did there? Throwing stupid. Stoop- stupid. Stoop- stoop- <laughs> uh, big good. thank you to Monday's guest, uh, lovely young lady, Alyssa Jarrells. Uh She's a star of uh, Disney's. Uh, I always get the name wrong. Mech Mech- X4. Mech yes. X4, yeah, Mech X4. Uh, great interview. She actually came live from Disney World. She was out uh, sharing some of her free passes. I asked her if she got the hookup. Disney gets a little bit of a hookup. Gets free passes to the park. She was out there with her family, having a great time. Took the time out to talk to us, told us about her new show and a couple other shows she's going to be on. Excellent interview. Uh, another one of those young, up-and-coming stars that we've been bringing here on the stoop, and we absolutely love it. Uh, another, um, just another... Great guest, and tonight we got a great guest too. Uh, another one that Jewel found. Jewel has her finger on the pulse when it comes to music and young music artists, and tonight is no exception. She's brought to us a youngster, just 13 years old. We would not believe by hearing her. Taylor Gale is her name, and uh, we listen to her song. Oh yeah, I know Jewel's excited. I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna play one of her songs a little bit later. It's called Sophia's Song, and I'm telling you, amazing. You, you would never think this girl's 13 years old. Jewel, what do you think? I am so excited to talk to Taylor tonight. She's a phenomenal singer, and her stage presence 
yeah, you would think that she's been doing it for 30 years or something like that. Like, she's just so great and sweet, and she's really – um, she worked with us. We had some scheduling conflicts, and she's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, just super cool girl, and I'm really excited to talk to her. And I'm really excited for everyone to hear her music because you're all going to be blown away. That's just what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just like that, too. It's very hard to believe um, such a young lady with such talent. Um, but it happens now, and that's what I was talking about on Monday night with with Alyssa. Uh, with so much being more available to today's youth, uh, social media and the internet, just more things to find and create, and new technology. They're they're growing faster, and we love it because they're very talented individuals. We're going to hear Taylor's song in just in a little bit. But first, now that Jules back, Monday night we did a Philadelphia top five. Is my top five things about the uh, favorite things about the Philadelphia Eagles. So let's do top five things that pisses off a Philadelphian. That's right. We're going to teach you some lessons out there for those of you who are not in Philly. We're going to teach you how not to get on our bad side. What not to do to us Philly people. Pretty much. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's Pretty a much. lot. <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, I, I narrowed it down to five. I'm sure I could have come up with 105, but I didn't. Um, your baby, Joel, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Your call. I'm really, I'm really interested what you, what you have to say, <laughs> so I'll let you take the All right, lead. So, all right. So number number six is make me go first on top five. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> top five things that piss off a of Philadelphia. And number five, just some words that are a little different out there than here, like calling it <laughs> water. It's not water. It's water. And it's not sprinkles. It's Jimmy's. And it's not stuff. It's the hoagie. Etc. Etc. Philly slang, folks. Water. I don't know what water is. Never heard of water. It's chocolate. Yeah, man. It's water. It's Jimmy. Coffee. It's a tail. Crap like that. You get me. That's number five. (laughs) Number four, and oh, number four, and I've seen it in action. I've seen people almost get beat down for it. You gotta learn. If you're gonna get in line at Pat's, Gino, Steve's, Delisandro's, Tony Luke's, if you're gonna get in line, learn how to order your goddamn cheesesteak. <laughs> know what kind of cheese you want. Know if you want onions or not. Right at the window. Not get the window and say, um, let me see, because we will knock you out of line. <laughs> learn the roast. Listen to people in front of you. Know how to order your cheesesteak. That's number four. Number three, insulting our sports teams. That's like insulting my mama. Don't be talking about my sports teams. <laughs> I don't care if we're in dead last. I don't care if we're the worst. You don't say it. Because we're still watching. As painful as it may be. Don't insult my sports teams. Number two, acting city. Like acting like a city guy when you're from, like, the suburbs. Ah, oh, it's a good one. Don't be getting, don't be getting like, all up my face and go up from Philly if you're from, like, Richboro. <laughs> You know, the kids from Jamison, don't be rolling down like, go Philly, man. No, you're not Philly. No. You're I'm from Lansdowne. <laughs> I've had, <laughs> and I I've had a friend do that from another state. First lived in, like, Delaware. He's like, I'm from Philly. I'm like, you don't even live in the state. <laughs> yeah, not even in the state. I think worse. Jersey people. Go from Philly. No, you're not. You're from Jersey. From a different bridge. <laughs> you ain't Philly. Don't <sighs> act Philly if you're not I was raised in the suburbs. We know I spent a lot of time in Philly. I lived in Philly. Mm. And now I'm Guess suburban <laughs> Hey, thanks. And number one, 
And I'm going to use a dirty word, even though I'm not supposed to, because we've got young guests on tonight. But you know what? Wearing your Dallas Cowboys shit anywhere in my city. <laughs> Take your Dallas Cowboy crap, Dallas Cowboy hats, your jackets, your sweaters, your vests, your gloves, anything Dallas Cowboys. Let me take a crap in it first and then burn it. <laughs> Get it out of here. This is Dallas. We're thousands of miles from Dallas. This is not Dallas. It's also not New York. Don't be wearing your Yankee crap. Get it out of here. Eagle stuff. You want to live around this, these parts? Wear Philly stuff. Eagles. Flyers. Sixers. Phillies. You can wear a goddamn Philadelphia soul for all I care. Philadelphia kicks. What's that soccer union? I don't care. Get that other garbage out of here. Wings. That wings. Yeah, I don't care. Wear a wings shirt. I don't care. Cowboys <laughs> crap. I walk down the street and see numb nuts wearing Dallas stuff. And some knucklehead <laughs> the day before the <laughs> some knucklehead the day before we whooped up on on Dallas a couple weeks ago, some idiot in the supermarket had a cowboy jacket like, we're gonna win. Yeah. Where are you at now? <laughs> like to find that guy. Oh, Jewel, you picked a great subject and I'm fired up! <laughs> I shouldn't have picked this topic for tonight. <laughs> oh, but it's sorry. your turn. I'll, I'll, I'll simmer down a little bit and I'll let you go. <laughs> Thank you. My I turn to get that. heated. <laughs> oh, get it. Get it, girl. Let's hear it. <sighs> okay. Uh, number five. Comparing us to New York. Because yeah. we are not New York. We are not New yeah. York. Okay? Um... Yeah, and the same thing. Don't don't wear, especially don't wear another team's jersey to one of our sporting events, because then you're just gonna like you're done for. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. It's not a good look. You're you're not gonna gain friends by doing it. So just leave it at home, okay? Please. Uh, number four. When people come to the city, they don't know how to drive in the city, so. <laughs> They most likely, and I've, I've, I'm guilty myself, but this was, I, I don't, I don't think I was guilty because it was my first time really driving outside of the city and going to the suburbs. And I was on 13. It's like one of the major roads. And I ended up going to the Burlington Bristol bridge and getting stuck over there because I had no like spare oh. change to get back over the bridge. But <laughs> a lot of, it a lot, yeah, a lot of pe- people who come to the city will drive, especially like the Ben Franklin bridge. Then you're just sunk because you have to go over there loop around go through camden come back pay like a five dollar toll and it's a, just a bad situation for everyone no one wants to camden. do that camden, don't do it right there yeah yeah <laughs> number three don't call us angry we're passionate okay yeah. we may have a chip on our shoulder but you know what we love our people, and we will stick up for our people and our neighbors and what have you. Don't call us angry, even though we might throw snowballs at Santa, because we're just that passionate. So yeah. don't call us angry. You know and what? Number Philly, two. Philly mm-hmm. people, excuse me, not to cut you off, but Philly people are allowed to pick on Philly people. Outside yeah. of Philly, you're not allowed to pick on shit. Shut your mouth. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Uh, number two, like you said. But mine's a little different. A real Philadelphian does not like Pats or Geno's. <laughs> they like some other steak spot, like minus Steve's, for those of you yeah. who don't know. It's one of the best greasy 1 a.m. Mm. foods you can get. Yes. 
you shouldn't eat it all the time, but good Lord, it's delicious. And don't order slow, like Jeff said, because then you're just looking for a fight. <laughs> Have your order. And number one, yes, our accent, our terminology. We say water, tail. My my favorite thing is, all right, if you go to the bathroom and wash your hands with a hand towel. <laughs> that's that's the phrase. You tell people, you tell people, oh, you're from... Did I, did I hit the button? Yeah. You I'm sorry. You're, you got <laughs> I'm their so, passion. so passionate. <laughs> you did the Italian and the Philadelphia <laughs> all in one. You got their hands flailing. You muted your microphone. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Just that's comes with the territory. That's my that's my top five. <laughs> that's a great top five. They're awesome top five. What a great, great, great subject. Joel came up with it, and I was like, hmm, why not? Yeah, that sounds great. Why I love not? it. Uh we're saying it's on Taylor Gale night, so we can't be too yeah, we can't be Rowdy. too rambunctious. But yeah. you know, wow, this is great. <laughs> and let's rehash the list. Mine uh, number five. Water uh, words like water, water, sprinkles instead of jimmies, subs instead of hoagies. Don't be calling that crap that stuff around here. Zero. Not knowing your cheesesteak order number four. Quick story, I saw these two girls years back in line at Geno's. They had, like, fur coats on. They were from New York, and the girl was like, uh, do you know you're going to order? Because you better be ready here in Philly. She I'll order when I get up to the window. I'll look when I get there. And I'm like, girl, ain't going to work. Sure enough, some other girl grabs her and started fighting with her right in the middle of the line. It was great. Oh, uh, but, yeah, yeah I know. Know your cheesesteak order if you're going to wait in line. Number three, insulting our sports teams. Don't do it. Absolutely not. We know they stink if they stink. We know they're good when they're good. Let's just stick to that. We'll we'll tell you. Uh, acting city when you're raising the burbs or right outside of Philly, like over a bridge, you're not Philly. Nope. Number number one, your Dallas Cowboy crap. Get it out of here. Don't be wearing it. I don't care if it's zero degrees out and the only thing you have between you and, and frostbite is a Dallas Cowboy jersey. I will take that off you and you'll die of frostbite. <laughs> you will. And I'll have no sympathy. Jules' list also very good, and, and it was funny because number five was one that was close to being on my list. Comparing us to New York, we're not New York. We're better. We got real passion, real feeling, real heart, and our people are born here, and I've bred from all over the country that make their way to New York to try and be something special. Driving in the city, I, I can't even drive in this city, and I live here. <laughs> know how to drive in the city. Don't call us angry. Number three, don't call us angry. Passion. We are the city of brotherly love. We love our brothers when we get to love them the way we want to, when we're ready. <laughs> Number two, real Philadelphia steak sandwiches, folks. Real Philly cheesesteaks. Gino's Pats, that's tourist spots. Steve's baby, the Princess Steaks. My baby. <laughs> Run right around the corner. It's amazing. I'm going to weigh 7,000 pounds. And um, our accents and our terminologies. And uh, yo. Yo, I'm from Philly. I hate when people from outside of Philly try using yo. Uh, or, or yo. 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 I can't yo. do it the way the yeah, boys not, do it. Yo. Yeah. Not even yo. Right. Not even yo anymore. It's got to be yo. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud when you're talking to your boys on the street corner. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Awesome top five tonight. Loved it. Loved their minute of it. It's kind of crap we weren't allowed to do in the old format. We had to do everything New York. We hate hey. New York people. We, 
don't hate New York people. No. We're just a Philly format now. I don't have to tell you. Just New York sports fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. New Yorkers act like Philly people. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we've grown a little love affair for the West Coast, obviously, for being on the stoop. A lot of our great uh, guests come on from California and West Coast. We have no problem with that. We're cool with the West no. Coast. It's the East Coast we outside of Philly. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough out of my big mouth. All right, 8.15, 8.16 now. We're expecting um, Taylor to get around 8.30. So let's do this first. Before we get Taylor on the, phone, on, the, on the phone for the interview, let's listen to her song. It's called Sophia's Song, and i got to tell you, listen to it close. Listen to the lyrics, listen to the beat. And if you would guess, as a 13-year-old girl, I'm blown away. Uh, musically outstanding. She's young. Check out this song. About three and a half minutes long. We'll be back to you in a couple minutes. Enjoy Taylor Gale with Sophia's Song. Thank you. 
Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, oh, beautiful voice. Plays the guitar, too. And just wonderful. That's a beautiful song. It's Taylor Gale. She'll be with us around 8.30 tonight. And it's Sophia's song. Gotta try saying it slower because I keep saying it fast. It sounds like Sophia's song. No. <laughs> Sophia's song. And it's Dynamite. That is a terrific Terrific song, and we're going to talk to this uh, very exciting young lady. Very, very excited for this. Love the young talent that's been coming on lately. They work hard at their trade, and they're making big things happen. What do you think of the song, Joel? Yeah, no, the song's amazing. Um, it's actually won a couple awards um, because she wrote the song herself, and she's just incredible. I can't say enough about this kid. I am truly a fan, and yeah, you guys get to experience her some of you the first time right here so I'm so happy for that as well yeah you've been on her for quite a while um, you had reached out to her a little while back and ever since then you've been pumping this one up to me uh, we've been talking about it a lot and you were very excited to have her on I'm, I'm glad the night is finally here it seemed like forever uh, <laughs> counting down I know. for her arrival yeah. and now it's here and I said she's a young kid so we got to try to keep it clean but uh, as we learned the last couple of days we, we could talk to the youngsters and uh, we're hit young kids dig us we're hip. We're with it. We're with we it. try to be. I'm hip. Chucka, 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 chucka. My little Dr. Evil impersonation. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm hip. Good stuff right there. Uh, all right, so uh, getting on to some topics of discussion. The beloved kids show from the 1990s, Are You Afraid of the Dark? is being made into a feature film by Paramount. Writing credits include Gary Doberman, who helped write the It smash this fall. Uh, which shows or movies terrified you when you were younger, Joel? Oh, my gosh. Well, I loved this show growing up as a 90s kid. It was it was great. It would always come on, like, Friday night, Nick, like, when it got dark. And it was super creepy. They had creepy stories. They had clowns and, and trolls and goblins. It was it was really scary um, if, if you were a little kid and... Yeah, it's it's totally creepy. And I am a big punk. Like, everything scares me. Um, I just recently, like, started punk. getting into horror movies and stuff like that because I, I just wouldn't watch them before. I wouldn't go into haunted houses. But I have yet to see it. I, I tried to watch it earlier today, but that didn't work out. And, um, yeah, I, I really want to see it, too. But um, other other movies that creep me out, oh, gosh, anything with puppets? Chucky, Tales of the Crypt, <laughs> Tales of the Crypt was the worst. That was, that was my bane of my existence when I was younger. That Crypt Keeper, ee! no, with the creepy laugh. Ugh, I, I cannot do, you know, puppets or, or things with human features or, or dolls, anything like that. Like Annabelle, oh man, oh man, it freaks me out. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Uh, Tales from the Crypt used to scare me until I realized the Crypt Keeper was played by that little um, comedian, a little curly-haired dude that was on that first in ten uh, football show. That's when I suddenly, uh, yeah, that's when I'm suddenly not afraid of him anymore. <laughs> no way. Yeah, John, I, remember, I forget his name. A little dude, curly hair, comedian. Yeah, I was a little scared of him at that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Let's trade now. Right? <laughs> um, when I was when I was younger, there was a show called Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, mm. It came on um, Channel 17. For those of you uh, when I really show your age, um, and it was kind of scary. The beginning would start like in a forest, and then it would go to black and white. 
haunted tales from the dark side. They were like scary stories. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> scared the hell out of me. There was also a show, and I loved it. Me and my brother would watch it late at night if my parents went out and we were being babysat by my older brothers. Me and my younger, my, not my younger brother, but my brother would watch, um, oh my God, I forgot, oh, Night Stalker. And Night Stalker was kind of a cheesy, campy show. It came on like 1230 at night. Uh, Darren McGavin used to play a character named Carl Kolshak. He was a reporter, but he used to hunt monsters and villains and bad guys. Like, they had the vampire on. It was scary. And werewolf and stuff like that. It was a scary, scary show. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. It was scary stuff. We would stay up late to watch. We'd stay up like 1230 and watch it. And, like, if my parents came home, we'd I'd just kind of sneak the ending of it. And Oh, man. I don't know. I'm I'm scary show wuss myself. I don't know what made me watch that back then, but I used to love it. I used to love the night stuff. <laughs> that and uh, cre- that made me think of Creep Show. That was terrifying. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Creep Show. Oh God, yeah. There was some scary stuff back then. Stuff that yeah. you probably wouldn't see now. I I couldn't watch any horror movies. Like my brothers used to watch like watching a uh, uh, Halloween. And uh, Friday the 13th, and I couldn't. And he's always, like, kid around and try to push me into the room when it was on. And, no, nah, man, that stuff gave me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Nightmare on Elm Street because I thought, like, Freddy Krueger stuff was, uh, it was... It was scary, but kind of more funny. There's, like, a lot of funny stuff. There. His one-liners were clever. Yeah. And he always had good naked scenes and stuff like that. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't quite as awful. Uh, no, it all scared me. Freddie scared me too. He was. Uh, I remember the one time. Um, it was up Penn State, and my cousin. He's a year younger than me, so he came up Penn State, and it was my sophomore year. His. Uh, no, it was my junior year. His freshman year, and uh, he came up, and I just got my own apartment by myself. In like I, I was very off campus up Penn State. Like I was in the woods, pretty much. Like like blocks and blocks away, by myself in a wooded area and they came over and it was around Halloween time and they all came over and watched Friday the 13th. I've never seen it before. Whoa. That's the one with Freddy Krueger, right? No, that's Friday never else was Freddy Krueger. Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. okay. No, this is definitely Freddy. <laughs> I just remember like, like they ever, everyone came over and watched it. And then everyone left me there by myself in the wooded area. I'm like, Oh no. I don't even think I had cable yet. Like, it was literally just like a DVD. So I didn't even have anything else to distract me. <laughs> yeah. I just had to go to sleep and pray that Freddie wouldn't get me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was some scary stuff. I, I just, yeah, I never really did it for me. I just, I don't know. Um, what was the other big one that my brother still watches it to this day every time it's on? Uh, uh, the Exorcist. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, my God. That's like one of the most terrifying movies ever. That scares the crap out of me. And I'm, I'm starting to wonder, because, like, are you afraid of the dark? It's kind of amateur hour compared <laughs> to stuff like that. But, I mean, you know. Well, now it's probably, I don't know what they're trying to do with the ratings, but it might be for older generation. You know, the 90s kids that grew up on Are You Afraid of the Dark? And now it's like, really, you should have been afraid of the dark. Yeah. Now you're really, <laughs> really going to be afraid of the dark. Jesus. Um CEO Evan Spiegel revealed that Snapchat is working on a significant overhaul of its app. Um, he was quoted as saying that the uh, the one thing we have heard over the years is that Snapchat is difficult to understand or hard to use, and our team has been working on responding uh, to this feedback. 
So it seems like it's going to be a little more geared towards your friends and a little easier to find and a little easier to navigate. I tried it. I'm not a great Snapchat person. I see you already shaking your head. Are you a Snapchat person? <laughs> I've downloaded Snapchat like 10 times. I cannot get the hang of it. I, I, I know I'm showing my age right now, but everyone's like, oh, your Snapchat. Like, what's your Snapchat? And I was like, I don't know how to find anyone. I don't know how to, like, look at people's information. Like, it's pretty just me, <laughs> pretty much just me and, like, a crazy filters. It's like me and my daughter and, like, crazy filters. And I, I saved the pictures. Yeah. But it's very hard to use if, you, if you're new to it. Um, so, yeah, but it also says, like, this new change could maybe take away some of their users already because they've already figured out the program. But they said it, it might work for them in the long run. run. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Snapchat's huge, and it seems like they know what they're doing. Just make it a little easier to uh, navigate. Yeah, exactly. I, I you know, I, I'm not – totally tech moronic but also not tech genius and uh, I look at it and I get confused and the other night uh, when I was with my family for Thanksgiving Thanksgiving part two on Friday where my niece used to do everything Facebook now everything's still with Snapchat and you know mm -hmm. you're like posing for a picture meanwhile they're shooting a video so you're supposed to be moving confused <laughs> yeah. at least give me an idea what I'm supposed to be doing at least let me know my sister's saying it still <laughs> my sister's singing dancing like moving for a picture. I know because I was like yeah, sitting there and sitting there like silent she's like great video I'm like why I didn't <laughs> oh, it gets you every time <laughs> it gets you every time but yeah it definitely needs a little more um, upgrading a little more tweaking um, a little more user friendly but then again like young kids say oh old people ruin Facebook well, old people ruin everything. That's what we do. Yeah. You know what the the youngsters say to me? They're like, oh, only only moms use Facebook. I'm like, what? <laughs> what does that Girlfriend? mean? <laughs> Girlfriend? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, you know. I stick to my Facebook and my Twitter. Um, Snapchat is like a latest resort. Like a couple of my friends are like, hey, I Saying it's on Snapchat. Uh, so speaking of youngsters and the new generation, let's get to our very special guest. Very talented singer and songwriter is with us right now, Miss Taylor Gale. Taylor, good evening. Welcome to the stoop. Hi. Thank you for having Hi. me. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Great. Very good. Well, you sound very. You sound excited to be here. We appreciate that. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, we're going to get right to some questions if you're ready. Oh, yeah, totally. Excellent. Um, so we got to go right to this, and we just heard your song. Uh, at only 13 years old, you're an accomplished singer and songwriter already. How did you get into writing songs, and how did you get into music? Well, uh, thank you. But um, I got into music when I was seven years old, and my mother introduced me to a very well-known artist, Aretha Franklin. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew I wanted to be like her ever since I was seven years old. And that's how I got introduced to music. That's awesome. Um, and, and you're great at it. And, and who are uh, some of your other influences? You like Aretha. Who Can you name a couple others? Yeah, Sam Smith, Ed Sheeran. Oh, my God, I love his songwriting. Sean <laughs> <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> Mendes, Joss. Stone, Tori Kelly, Pink, Nina Simone. Love Justin. So yeah, mm -hmm. so I kind of have a mix of this, like, I, I kind of like to call it soul pop. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just so I have a little bit of mix of like a rock blues pop thing going. And it Very so cool. works. I mean, your 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 voice is you can't say it enough. It's so outstanding, and you just got it. You got the pipes. You're you're so. It seems like you're so comfortable on stage. And I was just telling Jeff, it seems like you've been doing this for 30 years. Like I really when <laughs> when I when I first reached out to you, I thought I really thought you were like 17, 18. And then Jeff's like, no, 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 she's she's 13. I'm like. Oh my goodness. Like I was, I was knocked off my feet because, you know, I, we've been talking and I I just, it's unbelievable. You're just an amazing talent. Um, so thank you once again for being on here. And, um, we played Sophia song. Um, this has won you some awards. Can you talk about uh, the awards that it has won you and, um, and, and tell us the story behind the song. So um, the story about the song, I actually also recorded the song when I was 12. So it, it was uh, kind of, I don't want to say a long time ago, but it was some, it was kind of a long time ago. But <laughs> the, story behind, <laughs> the story behind the song, it's um, about my god sister. And when she was five months old, her father passed away. And um I kind of wanted to write a song in the perspective of a girl who's grown up without a father. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the only thing she has to remember him by is photos. She doesn't really remember anything about him. And she knows of him. She knows that, like, she talks about him a lot. But it's one of the situations where she has no idea what he's like. He wasn't there for any of her milestones. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, I wanted to kind of write about that in someone's perspective, especially because the mom is still a single mother, so she's growing up without a father. Well, um, I thought it was definitely a very important thing to kind of write about, and she loves the song. And uh, some of the awards it has won, it is for the Your Music Out Loud in the USA Youth Achievement Award. It actually won. Um, and then I was a uh, I also was a finalist for the Pop Smoky Mountain Songwriter Competition, and then I was in the unsigned only for the team for the team for Sophia Song, and then I was the Winter International Division Song Academy for Sophia Song. That's, That's amazing. Outstanding. Yeah, to be uh, to, to drive home such a such a important message at such a young age is amazing, and uh, a lot of your original songs seem personal. A lot of them come from. Uh, Experiences that happen to you, or do you think outside the box? So what yeah. inspires you with your music? So a lot of every single song has a personal meaning to me, and um, especially when I was in a younger age, I would take inspiration from my best friend. Um, <laughs> my best friend is around three years older than me, so she started dating earlier than me, and uh, she has a really bad boyfriend picker. <laughs> we know people like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's great for me for song ideas, but I, it's not so good for her. Oh, <laughs> great. Man. You just you just learn from her mistakes and write about hers. That's exactly. great. <laughs> but unfortunately, some of the songs that I'm writing now are about the bad relationships I've had, but uh, my heartbreak. Oh. But uh, but uh, you know. There's some good songs in there <laughs> about the relationships I've had. So it's, my boy, my picker isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> and and not only are your originals 
fantastic, but you do outstanding covers. You just covered one of my favorites. Um, I, I said this to you, but Bishop Briggs is amazing, and, and you just covered River. Um, you did uh, a an, Nadell an cover that was insanely good. Um, are you looking into uh, doing covers, and, and what do you – what do you think you'll cover next? Oh, yes, totally. The next cover, I'm kind of thinking either something with Demi Lovato's new album, mm-hmm. or I am kind of thinking about Kelly Clarkson. Oh, wow. Oh, I love Just her. Do it. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah, I love her. <laughs> or maybe another Bishop Briggs song, because yes. I'm assisted to her. Like, I listen to her 24-7. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's tired of, of me talking about Bishop Briggs. I'm like, no, you have to listen to her. She's so good. <laughs> but um, I also heard you were a Melanie Martinez fan. Um, have you have you thought about doing one of hers? Oh, my God, totally. Like, all the time. <laughs> I love a lot of, like, so many of her songs because I'm addicted to them. I make yeah. everyone I know I force them to listen to it. <laughs> just over a loop 24 7 um when like anytime we have long like car rides or i'm on a plane i always listen to melanie martinez over and over and over again yeah <laughs> she's great yeah, yeah um awesome. my favorite song that's honestly a hard one with melanie martinez because i feel like every song she's ever written is a hit yeah yeah <laughs> i mean and they're all and I love, like, I also love how real she is inside of her songs and, like, the topics she chooses and her perspective on everything. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty deep and uh, some of them disturbing, you know. Yeah, I my favorite one is Potato Head. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I like it's soup. Potato Head? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my God, I love that one, too. <laughs> but I, I kind of like That's my request for you, Taylor, to... to to do a Martina song because I just love all your covers. Okay, I will. I definitely will. Thanks. <laughs> it's on the list. You heard it here first. Um, so how are you doing with all this fame aspect you know, at a young age? Uh, I mean, you got a huge following on Twitter, and everywhere you look, you know, a lot of people are following you and into your music. Uh, is it just a normal life of a kid, or is it kind of blowing you away? What do you think? Well, um, I don't necessarily, I've never had a quote-unquote normal life, mm-hmm. just because I do take music very seriously, and I do like to, awesome. it's always my life, and I'm always working on it 24-7, and I'm homeschooled, but I don't see myself as quote-unquote famous, because I, it's kind of, it's weird when people, like, call me famous, but it's also one of the situations where it's like, people do recognize me, and it's like a weird thing, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, people are <laughs> me. like, it's crazy. Like, I'll be at the mall, and people will be like, oh, my God, you're Taylor Gale. And I'm just like, wow. this is Aww. so real, and it's, like, this amazing thing. But I also, I really, and this might sound cheesy, but I really see them as, like, my friends and people who believe in me and want to go through this journey with me. Yeah, definitely. And and get used to getting recognized because I just I just see you going so far you're so talented um you did I I we did read unfortunately of a little situation you had with uh someone an older man trying to uh say he wanted to do something with your music online um I don't know if you could speak on it um yeah so basically a man in Warner Music or uh, pretending to be in Warner Music he 
was like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. Like, I love, like, your your voice is amazing. It's incredible. We need to, like, we need to check up on this. And so my mom, I was like, hey, mom, like, look at this. This is cool. And she felt something was off. And so she decided to Google his name after the word arrested. And oh, well. we can't confirm this, but he was, uh, the guy with the same name was charged and arrested for doing some bad things to two 13-year-olds saying he'll help them with their country music career. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. And so 15 years prior and everything. And so it was it was this crazy thing. And so we, like, um, we asked people, and they're like, he's not with Warner. Like, this is not the same person. He is not saying who he really is. And, uh, yeah, and basically you got into Billboard magazine, and he oh, has deleted everything, and he has not contacted me since. Wow. Um, I, I just want to know, that, that's a crazy story. You know, I read up on the whole story. Um, do you have any advice for young stars like yourself who are so big on, on so many different platforms like Twitter and, and YouTube, obviously? Like, what, what advice do you have for other other people your age and and who get contacted by people like that yeah just know it's okay to call a label and ask someone if they work there Very good. do your yeah. research like look up their name after arrested because you want to make sure especially in this business like you definitely want to make sure people have pure intentions and always make sure your parents are with you yeah. in the room like make sure it's never like never make make sure it's just you and the guardian and that person. Right. Exactly. Yeah, never a, put great yourself advice. in an uncomfortable position. Sure. Now, and that makes perfect sense. And to hear it from such a young lady is uh, just outstanding. It's good to know that you know the youth that are making their move now have a good head on their shoulders. And you mentioned your parents. How involved are your parents? Uh, did you get any musical inspiration from them? Are they, are they musically talented? Are they your support system through this? I um, None of my parents are musical. I actually believe <laughs> my father is tone deaf. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> no one in my family can hold a tune. Wow. <laughs> but um, my mom is my momager. Aww. And she's very involved, and she's my number one fan, and she's so supportive, and I appreciate her so much because of that. Because some people... You know, some parents don't believe in their kids wanting to be a musician because it isn't guaranteed what's going to happen. And people want their kids to be doctors and want to go to college. And I'm like, I want to play guitar and write songs and live my dream. And not a lot of parents are supportive about that. And she is, and I'm so grateful, incredibly grateful. But actually, my distant relative relative it's like mother's cousin uncle like type of situation (laughs) but i've never met her though but i met her oh oh wow that's awesome yeah i i think it's pretty cool yeah definitely she's great (laughs) um so you had some shows last week can you tell us a little bit about it you had a show tuesday and then a showcase wednesday um can you talk about that a little bit yeah so i do songwriting rounds around Nashville. I was um, for I was kind of hosting around for Apopolis magazine, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was at the country, and it it's very fun because I had a great like two great friends of mine, um, Landon Wall, 
mm-hmm. he is the most like amazing guitar player ever and he's performed with amazing artists and then Maggie Thompson who's performed around like the Bluebird and everything. Oh wow. And yeah. and they were in the showcase with you? Yes, and it was uh the first and then the second one was the first round at the listening room. Mm-hmm. Which was amazing, and that was again with Landon Wall and a great, great friend of mine who's an amazing songwriter, Ava Page. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, are, you know, what are the big plans? You want to get out and, and do bigger tours? Uh, any plans on coming our way out to the East Coast? Uh, what would you like to do? What's like your ideal scenario right now? Yeah. So I can't talk much about it, but I have a project Good. coming up. Ah, secret. Very, very, very excited. <laughs> I'm in studio this week, and I am so excited about it. It's like it's the first time I've ever talked about anything, but I have some new music coming up, which I'm really, really excited about. And it's nothing. I've never done anything really close to this, like this. And I, my music has definitely matured, and I'm very, very excited about it. That's amazing. You have to let us know, like as soon as that. Like we'll break the news on here, um, and yeah, and, and and next year I'm sure we would love to have you back. But um, I saw hey. on your, <laughs> I saw on your uh, Instagram, your you gave us a little snippet of your new song, "Sorry That You're Jealous," and it's amazing. Um, can you can you talk any about that song? Yes. So I'm um, sorry that you're jealous. I feel like sometimes when you like a person, and like it's kind of one of the situations where you might even like tell that person like, Hey, I kind of like you and they don't necessarily do anything about it. Or you like this person and then you get into a relationship and they start flirting with you. And you're kind of like, <laughs> now, like, now you're deciding to like me. Oh, it's like, I feel, and it happens and it makes me so angry. And so I decided to write a song about it. And uh, it's called Sorry That You're Jealous. I love it, and I feel your pain, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you, I know you're you're young and you have a lot of life to live. I'm going to tell you something right now. Men stink. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. I like to feel that way sometimes. Not all the time, but every once in a while. That's my uh, advice from the stoop. So um, let's uh, let's play dream scenario here. You have a chance to play with one band or one group of artists. Uh, name it. Who would be your ideal band right now that you'd like to jump on stage with? Oh, that would be so so difficult. I would probably. Uh, I would probably say <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Awesome. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see yeah. that. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> hey, you never know. You know, dreams yeah. can come true. You seem like you're you're working hard at it. And uh, we've had uh, the last couple of episodes. We've had uh, some younger teen actors on, uh, and and teen musicians. And and I got to tell you, you, all seem to really have focus. You all seem to really be going after it. Uh, what do you attribute to? Do you think social media makes it easily? Uh, Easier to get noticed and easier to find new ideas? Uh, well, I think it's kind of a combination of things. I think social media plays a big point, but I also think it's hard work, really, sure. because it's 
talent, like, you, you have to work on your craft and you have to dedicate it. And it takes – and even, like, I'm homeschooled, so if somewhere to be like, hey, we need you in L.A. at this time right now, I would be like, okay, no questions asked, I would go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But I think it's really hard work and dedication and then being humble – and just having a balance, too, because if you work 24-7, you get burnt out and it, you stop to enjoy it. And sometimes you can ask yourself, like, what's the point? And it's, you have to also remember, like, to be a kid and to be yeah. normal, have fun sometimes. But it's not that music isn't fun because I enjoy it and I don't see it as a job because it's something I love so much and I have this passion for it. But I also have to remember, oh, yeah, like... I can hang out with my friends and I don't have to feel quote unquote guilty about it. So I think it's just hard work and having a balance and then social media. Awesome. Of course. Yeah. And you hit the nail right on the head. Um, what do you like to do in your downtime? Um, well, a lot of things I like to do is kind of have an adventure. Like I'm an adventure, like adrenaline donkey. <laughs> like nice. uh, even like the thing of zip lining that is so much fun or even going on a roller coaster like a water slide Mm -hmm. uh, is so great or um something in nashville they like the water holes where you can go rope swinging off and like jump off of trees which in texas i'm not used to doing because there's like no water anywhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) the only water we have is in pools (laughs) and so it was it's kind of, it was this crazy new fun thing for me just to like swing off a tree, like with a rope and jump into a lake. Like it was crazy and I loved it. That's awesome. It sounds like really, sounds like you have a lot of fun. Do, uh, do your friends, um, you know, you got some close friends, are your friends overwhelmed, uh, and happy for your success too? Do they, do they help you? Do they, do they encourage you? What's it like, you know, with your friends as far as your uh, music career? So my friends, they definitely love to go to my gigs. Anytime I'm singing, they're always like, I want to go. Like, I want to come hear you sing. And then also I have a lot of friends who I sing with. So a lot of times they're on stage with me. That's nice. That's great. And and we can go out and write songs. But it's also sometimes nice to have friends who are like, I have no idea how to write a song. Like, that's like that's awesome like I don't know how to do it but I also love having friends who are like oh my god like let's write a song because those people are like I like to call them my little tribe awesome that's great you have uh, like friends in the business too that you can just go to and then friends when you come home so that's a great support system you have there yeah I love them that's awesome um, that's absolutely awesome and yeah go ahead Oh no! I was just gonna say, uh, you know, have you have you thought about schooling down the line, or, or where do you want to be in like say five years from now? In five years, I'm hoping that I will be touring the world and like being yes. the number one on radio stations and nice. basically <laughs> have this global nationwide brand that is uplifting and makes people happy <laughs> and to spread on just a good message of just love. And uh, I'm hoping that I won't have enough time for college, and I'm going to have to <laughs> And it's even like, it's one of those funny things where people just be like, oh, where are you going to college? I'm like, well. Yeah, we'll see. 
<laughs> well, let me ask why. But, uh, yeah. but I actually let me ask my Grammy Award But I take college classes now at Berkeley. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, and so I'm kind of doing a little bit of college, but I'm hoping to, when I'm 18, I'll be touring the world, so I might have to finish college at, like, 32, like, just twist my arm, you know. <laughs> you will be, Taylor. Taylor. Just, just don't forget us about us little people here at the Stoop, because we're your biggest never. fans. <laughs> <laughs> my mom might have to beat you on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely awesome. And, and I'm telling you, we, we certainly hope so. College will always be there. We only get one shot at such great talent. And keep doing the way you're doing it, and, and you'll get there. We're huge fans already, and um, we absolutely love it. Thank you. And uh, for anybody who wants to learn more, it's taylorgale.com. It's T-A-Y-L-O-R-G-A-Y-L-E.com. You can find her at Taylor Gale Sing on Twitter and Instagram, YouTube at Taylor Gale Official, and Facebook at Taylor Gale Official. Uh, we would love to have you back on sometime. you got new, more music coming up. We'd love to Absolutely. talk again. Terrific. Thank you so much to the amazing, Yay. the lovely, the outstandingly talented Taylor Gale. Thank you so much Yay. for spending time with us. Wish you a happy holiday Thank season. You. We hope to talk real soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. Take Thanks, care. Good night. Man, I, I'm telling you, Joel, the, these young artists have really got it going on. They really do. I, You know, um, Bella Elise, Alyssa Jarrells, tonight with Taylor. I'm so inspired because they really know what they want. They know how to go get it. You said, you know, she had her five-year plan figured out long before our question. She wants to rule oh, yeah. the world. She wants to tour. She wants to be on top of the charts. I don't see why not. I mean, uh, Leanne Rhymes, you know, she did it. I don't see why this girl can't do it. Her music is excellent. She's got a... And she writes her music. Oh, yeah, my goodness. She's like, taking, college, oh. taking college classes at 13 years old. So down to earth, too. Like she said, humble and keeping it real. And what an amazing interview. And, Jewel, like I said, you've been hyping this up for weeks. It was everything that you had said it was going to be, if not more, a lovely young artist. Taylor Gale, check her out, please. I'm telling you, check this young lady out. She's what it's all about. She is it. And she is going to have that world tour very soon. Just look out, people. Amen. I want to be there, too. We want to be uh, mm-hmm. her Philly connection when she makes it big. Remember her yes. uh, Excuse me. Remember her little friends here on the stoop when she's uh, <laughs> off on big world tours. Uh, yeah, that's really great. Very happy. And like I said, I love the youth. I, they have, uh, they really have their finger on the pulse. And like I said, social media brings out a little more, makes them a little more easy to locate and see. And uh, Terrific. We hope to hear more from Taylor Gale. Whew. Great stuff. I know. It was great. It almost wears me out a little bit when they're that good. You, know, you get so amped up. And you, you like to keep them here for hours and just keep talking and talking. But, uh, you know, we try to keep it 20, 25 minutes, get to learn a little bit, leave the people wanting more, trying to come back to the show. Everybody comes back and says, I remember her. I got to listen in. So, uh, yep. Yeah, go listen to her whole album. It's on. I I have Napster on my phone, my Android. I know I'm, uh, I'm I'm pretty much prehistoric with my Android, but I have Napster, <laughs> and uh, you find Taylor Gale's EP. It's Fly Away, and she's just unbelievable. Check out all her songs on there. If you can't find it, you don't have Spotify, iTunes, what whatever. Fly Away, 
and um, or go check her out on YouTube. Listen to her covers. Listen to her Adele cover. Listen to her Bishop Briggs cover. Go on my Facebook because I'm just I just blew up her videos. I'm like, oh my goodness, you have to listen to her. Her um, uh, what's what's the song she just sang? Uh, my my church. Ugh, that cover was unbelievable. So yeah, Taylor Gale, forced to be reckoned with. And it's something to do. I mean, I got to be honest with you. There's a lot of nights where I'm sitting around when there's no sports on and there's no stoop on. I'm like, hey, what am I going to do? Do something like this if you're out there listening. Learn mm-hmm. new artists and, and, you know, and check them out here on the stoop and find out what they're all about and get to hear the real them and check out their performances. You're going to find yourself loving so much more great music. A lot more going on out there than meets the eye. And like I said, with the Internet, you can find it. So go get it. Yep. Especially with our show, I feel like we bring some great music acts, and I am so proud to be a part of it. Um, really quick, I just want to say, I am going to be at the Overwinter show tomorrow. She's going to play at the pharmacy. It's on South 18th Street. And then Friday, December 1st, what, what? Sheena and the Nosebleeds at the Barbary. Holy crap. I got like three wonderful nights of music right here. So I am super pumped after the pretty crappy week I had. So overwinter tomorrow night, Sheen and the Nosebleeds, Barbary, Friday night. Yeah, I love it. Uh, live Philly stuff. And like I said, West Coast, East Coast, there's great music out there to be heard. Um, you know, I'm always looking for something different. And this tonight was something very different for me. I usually listen to the loud, the loud stuff, the fast stuff. And then every once in a while, you need a nice, soothing song. And that was perfect tonight. And I absolutely loved it. And, um, you know, way back when, the Doobie Brothers sang, Music is the Doctor. Music is the Doctor. Music is yes. my doctor. Makes it feel good. When I'm down, music picks me right up. And then you get to listen to the artist tell us what it's all about and get to really learn and love it. That makes it so much better. So check it out. Absolutely. Um, Back to some topics. We are reaching the 9 o'clock hour, and that's when we start to uh, derail a little bit. It's when the alcohol starts to kick in. (laughs) 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 Um, This is very interesting, and I like this story. Um, An organization called WATCH, W-A-T-C-H. It's the World Against Toys Causing Harm, Inc. And they put out their list of uh, dangerous toys this holiday season, including a crossbow that fires projectiles, Heel wheels that can catch on fire. What? <laughs> wow. Am I reading that right? Catch on fire? Holy yep. Jesus. Uh, a Wonder Woman sword that has warnings of small parts that may be uh, generated. Generated? Is that right? Is right there, right? That's what it said. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's, that's, yeah, and, um, you know, and battery safe, safety warnings. Um, hazard potential for blunt force injuries. Jesus, in big letters. My God. <laughs> I'm terrified already. I'm just reading this. What That's the thing that's <laughs> Oh, I know. It's scaring me. It's scaring the hell out of me. Ugh. Jesus. Well, toys. Because they're so advanced and there's, there's so much electronics in it now, you don't even know half of what you're getting. I remember back in my day, it was like Stretch Armstrong. You had to make sure nobody hit you over the head with it because that thing weighed like a thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell us about some toys from your youth, Joel, and the stuff that uh, was dangerous or you're thinking back and like, God, that thing was dangerous. I mean, I remember being like, I don't know, six, and I, I got a sewing machine for Christmas. <laughs> and my mom's like, wait, 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 this is a real needle. 
uh, you're like six, you don't know how to sew. So it was put in the attic. I remember this, put in the attic for like years. And I'm like, didn't I once have a sewing machine? Like, where where did that go? I don't know. But it looked like, I, I guess they thought it was a fake sewing machine, but it was actually like a real compact little machine with a, a moving needle. So maybe not so safe. Um, I also remember from my youth, I didn't have one. I did have like other Cabbage Patch dolls, but remember the Cabbage Patch doll that that eats and it actually ate the hair of a little girl and it like scalped her a little yeah. bit? Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> it was like eating french fries or something, like big Play-Doh <laughs> french fries. And then we eat you, remember, remember like when you were sleeping, it would like eat your neck, it would like gnaw at your flesh, remember that? <laughs> Terrifying. Remember crawling the bed and chasing no. you around the house? No, no, yeah. no. Oh, uh, You out. said earlier, Chucky, oh my god. Uh, when I was little, um, and this was huge when I was a kid, uh, the the big movie um, and TV show actually not movie the TV show was Battlestar Galactica, um, and it was a very cool show. It had like these uh, the bad guys were kind of stormtroopers, only like real like metallic shiny looking things, and they had these little ships. You could buy the little ships and you would you know fly them, but they had a bullet that would shoot, and you could shoot the little plastic bullets at the other kids playing. Well, apparently they were hitting kids in the eyes, and kids were going blind from this. Um, shoot and they had, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they had to discontinue the uh, projective flying bullets, and it just made permanent bullets that sat in this little ship to make it look like it was bullets. And I got to tell oh, you, <laughs> if you go, I'm saying, if you go on like eBay or something and find them, they're worth a fortune because they were very limited. They were only around for a short period of time before they were deemed dangerous. And as a little kid, I'm like, yeah, but I want that, and you couldn't find it anymore. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I mean, if you remember, if you're in my age bracket, you remember, like, Stretch Armstrong. It was this big, heavy guy made out of, like, elastic, and you were able to stretch him. That was dangerous. Like I said, like, if you were getting a fight with your brother and he would swing and hit you in evidence, that thing would knock you unconscious for a month. Had to weigh about a 1,000 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. This thing was, like, the heaviest. It was this... He stood maybe about... Oh, I remember. I remember him remember? well. Yeah. <laughs> and then he would, eventually, from all the stretching, he would break, and the jelly would ooze out and get all over your fingers, and it was sticky. Yeah. See, that had to be toxic. Like, there was, there should have been a warning on that, that the friggin' jelly yeah. was toxic. <laughs> um, yeah, I I have to say some of these other things on this list I didn't uh, give to you, but, like, fidget spinners, they have small parts, obviously, that yeah. can come out be a choking hazard um there's a spider-man like a a kitty drone that moves so fast because it has to get up it looks actually like a spider with like spider legs but it moves so fast it's like can harm can cause harm to the face or whatever because it moves so fast but it's for like a little kid and then the last one was a slack line tightrope it's an actual tightrope that you can anchor into trees and try to walk on. <laughs> Look at Daddy what? got you. Oh, oh my God. Look at Daddy got you. Get on that rope. Walk that rope. You're lazy kid. Oh, <laughs> God. And those heel oh, wheels, they're, they're, they're supposed to spark. Like, you're supposed to see the sparks. So, I guess like people didn't learn their lesson. Like, how much? Like, I don't know. There's, like, flames on the box. Like, That's <laughs> terrific. That's 
That's a great idea. Um, this year I'm getting uh, young kids that I know um, matches. And like, there you go. Knock them out. Like and swords. And swords. Man, I, Jesus sage. Like I mean, no one learned their lesson from. And when I was little, uh, when I was little, like even like lightsabers, like Star Wars lightsabers, they were made out of plastic, but not plastic. They were like bendable. Like it was mm-hmm. a balloon. Like that lightsaber part was like a balloon. So if you hit somebody with it, it wouldn't affect them. Now they're like made of like solid steel and kids are cracking each other into these things. Yeah, and cracking their parents over the head. Oh my goodness. Like it's like uh, people didn't learn their lesson from last year with the damn hoverboards because they were all catching on fire. Lighting up houses. They were terrible. Oh just man. A smaller version. I was Insane. never really a kid. I was never really a kid to put stuff in my mouth, though. No. Really, I mean, like they look at the toys and they say choking hazard. You know, I you know, I never really put stuff in my mouth. Though. I tell you what, my my daughter isn't. She was never the type to like. Like I think there was one time where she like almost swallowed a penny, but she kind of gagged it up. But like my niece stuck a lot of fuzz up her nose. She had to go to the ER like twice from like sticking things up her nose. But um what? it was just bringing to my my next point like there's a lot I I have a young daughter. There's a lot of gross toys out there right now. I saw this unicorn and it do you remember the Snoopy machines, the Snoopy snow cone machines? Yeah. Yeah. Well, cute cute idea, right? Like a Snoopy house yeah, and, and you make the ice cream cone. Easy Bake Oven-esque. Well, they have this unicorn now, and Joey's like, oh, I want it, I want it. I'm like, oh, okay, let me see it. It's a unicorn that poops out ice cream. Like, poops out rainbow sherbet. <laughs> if you're going, I'm like, ew, <laughs> you're not getting it. Like, I think it's wow. gross. Like, you shouldn't eat anything from <laughs> A little bit. Oh, God. When I was terrible. a little kid, they had the... Uh... When I was a little kid, they had the sexist toys like um, Easy Bake Ovens for the girls. That like, didn't work. Really? Yeah, I know, right? Shittiest brownie ever. <laughs> they still, they try to, like, make them gender neutral kitchens now. Like, they have, like, the girly <laughs> kitchen. And then, well, that's what she really wants for Christmas this year is a damn Peppa Pig kitchen. I'm like, does it just have to have a, a pig on it? Like, can I just get you any <laughs> Kitchen. <sighs> can mommy go out and just paint a picture of a pig and put it on some kitchen? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the, the Did you ever see the play school? I've seen this picture and I still wonder to this day if it's real. The play school tavern? Mm, oh, like it's like a bar? Yeah, it's a bar. It's made by play school. It's like a little bar with bar stools. Have you seen this? No. No. Oh. I've seen pictures of it. <laughs> and it's funny, everybody tagged me on Facebook and said, this is going to be your kid. Like, really? Jesus. Oh, my God. That would be funny, though. I could see that. You're right. But <laughs> my kid's definitely <laughs> going to the bar. When he reaches three years old, Daddy's taking him to the bar for his birthday. It's the truth, though, because, like, Mike, he just is dead set on getting her, like, a little four-wheeler because that's his twist. I'm like, she is not getting a real... Four wheeler, like it's not happening. Yeah, I, She's ridden on them, but I just think they're so dangerous. I I can't. I'm just such a worry wart. It just freaks me out. But you know, she she um, has like she has a little Escalade. She has she has a Barbie convertible. Like she's fine. She doesn't need like a, a freaking motorized speed wagon. 
I like, rode on the training wheels till I was like 19. No, well, I can see that. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't remember how old I was when my training wheels came off. I know I had a lot of a lot of poop in my pants when they first came off. That was scary. Every kid, oh my had God. Like, every kid had those two big bruises on their knees. Every kid growing up. Because you used to always fall off your bike, your roller skates, something. Every kid had those two giant bruises on their knees. They never healed because I'd always pick at mine and then fall again and break them wide open. Yeah. I have a nasty scar on my knee. You have a scar on your knee? Yeah, I got one there. It's little, but you can still see them. La la. Yeah. When this Jeff shoes off his legs tonight on the stoop. Ugh, it's horrible. I got scars. <laughs> you want to see my scars? <laughs> I got, no, I have a nasty scar on my knee from uh, sliding into home. It's like my battle Joel. scar. Joel, put what? your shirt on. It's not what? that kind oh. of shirt. <laughs> it's in my knee. The hell? Say hi to your knee. Say hi yeah. to your knee. <laughs> Tiny. Remember that joke? That was like the greatest joke ever. <laughs> oh. So from the world of the funny, from the world of the funny to the world of the sickening, Matt Lauer. Yeah, I got to get into this guy because I've always hated this guy because he's always such a finger pointer. And now Mr. Finger Pointer mm-hmm. Matt Lauer is also accused of sexual harassment by multiple women. A detailed complaint made Monday night forced NBC to take action. Uh, they believe uh, this was not an isolated incident. He was loved by many, though, and uh, how, do we, how do you justify sticking up for someone who has behaved so badly? Uh, apparently, Lauer, uh, if, I, if I heard this correctly now, is at work most of the day. Uh, he was fired? Yeah. He's yeah. done. Good. Good. Um, and, and again, like I said, I mean, how many like how many people are, oh, Matt Lauer, I can't believe it. And I even heard people work, the woman at work, like, oh, not Matt Lauer, I love Matt Lauer. Uh, All right. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, what do you think? You know, I said this uh, the last show um, that I was here with the Nick Carter crap. I'm like, do I love Nick Carter? Like, I really loved Nick Carter. Like, that was my teen idol, okay? And it's just when they do this type of thing, it can't be – you can't justify it. There's no – you're wrong. You've done it multiple times to multiple people. And you're a creep. That's just end of story. And and now is the time to bring it forward with this Harvey Weinstein kicking it off, this freaking couple months of just coming out with it. Bring it out. Get rid of the creeps. Like, yeah. it's just, it, it's, it's overwhelming. I just want to say, Ann Curry, I guess some people thought they had a thing going on, but Ann Curry blamed him. And the uh, boys' club atmosphere behind the scenes for undermining her on set and forcing her to leave the Today Show. So she was fed up with it. She said something. Um, a woman said something Monday. There's been two more that just came out this like past hour. So you're you're done, dude. Like I just saw him on on uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. We're all watching it as a family. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And they said that you know 20 years anniversary of him doing the parade. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You just think you you know someone and you don't like they could just be a completely different person behind the scenes. So yeah, I hope he uh, doesn't get another job and uh, just go and uh, I wonder do they get um, severance pay or anything when they get fired like that? I don't really know. I, I kind of find it hard to imagine that they would, uh, being how intense determination is. So 
I don't really know. And it's funny that, like, again, tonight we have a 13-year-old girl on who is a very talented musician, and even, even she's being, you know, being chased around by these weirdos and these predators. Like, where's the limit? Let people have their celebrity without having a catch or making them do something certain to get fame because there's talent out there and you know it could derail a weaker girl like this girl Taylor Gale's like yep happened to me you know what I thought ahead I looked it up I beat it and that's great and we're very happy for her but there's some girls who may just be that anxious to get famous that they'll fall prey to this and it's disgusting right and not just famous girls any girls like yeah. you never really know I mean I, I always have this conversation with my younger nieces and stuff. I'm like, you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know. Like, if you never met them, who the hell knows who they are? They could be anyone. And you have to treat it like you really just have to be cautious. I've said this before on the show. It's like, I don't even feel comfortable going outside of my house by myself a lot of the times. And that's sad. It's sad as a woman. It's sad, you know, not just being a woman. A man could feel the same way. Like you're going to be a target or something just walking outside your house. So it happens in the workplace. It happens at the gym. It happens at school. Like it it just happens everywhere. And I'm just happy people are being brought down by this. And uh, my cousin, Jessica Barth, is like still leading the charge. Who is your Harvey at gmail.com? She's still getting flooded. She said her Thanksgiving was nice, but she was still getting flooded with like, all of these stories of harassment, and it's just, it's hard. It's like being a cop and, and looking at all your case files and being like, how do I process this and then still go on my life? So it's just, it's tough. It's a tough situation all around. Yeah, but you, you got to go after it to stop it before it gets out of hand. It already is out of hand, but it sure as like I want it to get worse. Um, somebody on Facebook, I mean, you hate to make light, but, you know, people have insight to say funny things to try and lighten it up. Uh, his comment was, uh, so when does Chris Hansen bring back the show to catch a predator, Hollywood and Washington edition? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's time to uh, yeah. bring in a new show to catch these guys in the act. It's, you know, and I understand things happen in the world. I understand there's cases of sexual harassment and uh, spousal abuse and violence and racism and the whole nine yards. But when you hear how rampant it is and how many people are doing it, well, scary. Yeah, have scary. you um have you followed Corey Feldman at all <laughs> recently? Um, no, I you know I I'm that to me is <laughs> it's too strange to really keep up with. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it's like he he's been claiming this for years, but now it's almost like now they're taking him seriously, and now they're looking into people, and now he just named someone I'm not sure who that like abused him and Corey Haim, and that was like the catalyst to his suicide or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. And, um, you know, maybe there should be a hidden camera show like that. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, set up, uh, send these, uh, kids and, and young girls and all that on auditions and catch these guys in the act. Let's, uh, let's put an end to it once and for all. Right. Yeah. Whew. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> that made me whew. And uh, we kind of saved that story for after the after the Taylor Gill thing. We wanted to have some fun with her, and I'm going to share. Because I said, Matt Lauer gets me fired up because he's such a big finger pointer to everybody that does wrong. And he's such a hard-hitting journalist. And here he is, just uh, another guy causing problems. Allegedly. That's always say allegedly. 
Mm-hmm. So you've actually been there and seen the story, but that's what we got out of the, that today, and that we're talking about it too much. So. Yep. Anyway, so let's get back to funner times. We did not talk to Jewel on Monday. Just kind of want a little recap on, uh, you know, how Thanksgiving went. How was your holiday, and, and what did you do, and uh, what was special for you? Oh, yeah, it was it was really nice. Um, the whole family got together, and we had a great meal. Um, I baked a lot of pies. I you have a yeah, pumpkin girl. pie coming, you guys. Um, I know I've been just eating. I've been eating turkey since last week, and I even had turkey today. My one for me? No, you're good. I'm. I have a turkey oh. pie. I, a, <laughs> I mean, I've got a pumpkin pie coming. You got a pumpkin pie coming. You want pumpkin yes. pie Friday? It's coming. Yes. Yes. Um, it's the season. <laughs> you mentioned that. Yeah, just um, eating turkey like nonstop. It's been great. I love turkey. <laughs> I love it too. We had three days worth of it. Um, Thursday night, as I said, uh, Thanksgiving night, we were at the uh, the joints for a good friend of mine, uh, CJ and his wife Lynn. Um, he had some family over. It was his father-in-law's birthday, so we sang happy birthday. We watched some football. Uh, I went and got these. Uh, Cut. I don't know if you saw them, the appetizer trays that I brought over to his house. Um, a huge thank you to um, Fountainside Restaurant and the owner, Franco. An incredible job. We wanted some Italian meats and cheeses, and he gave us these two massive plates, uh, brisciutto and supersat and homemade sausage and all the great lunch meats, three different kinds of cheeses, mozzarella balls, um, you name it. And then they had a hot tray with Clams Casino, uh, bacon wrapped shrimp. Uh, oh, it was incredible. Stuffed mushrooms with crab meat. It was amazing. And that was, you know, wow. that was Thursday. <laughs> and then Friday, uh, my family had something. Uh, my uh, older brother, Mike, his uh, fiance, Mindy, did an amazing job with the meal. Everything was fantastic. And I thank her. A lot of family came over. We had a great meal then. And then Saturday, Cassie's family took over and uh, her aunt Pam and, and Billy at their house had an amazing meal as well. And just a lot of turkey. But it was great. Three days worth of just great turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and lasagna and Italian meats and cheeses and I'm pretty sure I gained about thirty pounds. Do I look fatter? I know. How much fatter do I look? Like my whole face takes up the camera now. I'm big fat. No. Look nice <laughs> and a stealth, svelte, 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 svelte. I'm very stealthy. I'm stealthy. You can't see me. It's dark. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was my uh, my niece's Madeline's birthday Friday, <laughs> Friday too. Um, so she was really yeah. cute. Um, yeah, very she's very cute. She 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 digs the Peppa Pig too. So we had to <sighs> oblige and get her more Peppa stuff. Like both mine and my sister's house is overrun by Peppa Pigs, characters of that nature. <laughs> oh, I miss the days when you would ask oh. for things. For Christmas and, and holidays. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Share. Oh. oh, I just want to know if, like, your dog has ever gotten into turkey because mine did last night. Ugh, terrible. Yeah? My dog, like, threw up, like, three times. And we know, really? we know not to give her a turkey. But I guess, like, a little piece fell on the floor while we were cooking up, I don't know, another turkey goulash soup. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, she only got, like, a tiny piece. But, man, she threw up everywhere i remember when we first got her she was like a puppy she was like one and um 
We gave her like a whole Thanksgiving meal. We didn't even know about the turkey thing. This was like, this was like seven. Well, no, she's eight. Yeah. So it was seven years ago. And we're like, yeah, Reese, we'll make you like food. Cause my dog's like my kid. And, um, and she ate it. And then yeah. we had, we had carpet at the time. And when you see her freaking out, like, like writhing and like, you know, gonna, gonna get sick. Right. I'm like, oh my God, this thing came up out of her stomach, like a whole ball of food it was disgusting and then i'm like why did she get so sick i I don't understand and then i looked up like dogs can't digest turkey so don't give them turkey or chocolate so but but she got into some so just be careful with your dogs and and your leftovers and a late disclaimer yeah wow i I didn't even i never really knew that um i know they say like when your dog um has stomach ailments you're supposed to feed like chicken and rice or something? Um, yeah. I never knew turkey. Well, how about that? Um, now our dog didn't have any turkey. We really didn't bring any home. I know the one night we brought um, the dog to at my wife's aunt's house and uh, gave him a little bit of stuffing, but no turkey. Oh, good. Yeah, something in the, uh, I don't know. The, how about that? The way it's made. Yeah, they can't they can't take mm. it. Poor thing. My dog will eat anything. She doesn't eat table food? I mean, hey. Uh, not really. You know, he used to be big on the begging, and I'm the biggest sucker. Like I said, it's like my yeah. kid. That's my little boy, and if he begs, I usually sneak. But I stopped sneaking him, and I kind of told him not to beg, and he's gotten better. So that's good. That because, is good. You know. My dog begs. My dog begs all the time. She begs for attention. <laughs> She's just been, I don't know why, just really clingy the last couple of days and, and sleeping right on my legs. And she's like a medium-sized dog, like 40 pounds, but uh, she just will not move. I'll, like, I'll kick her in the head, like, on accident, and she won't move. <laughs> Jesus. Some very sad news to report. This story just in the Stoop Radio Show. Uh, Jewel Tatey is out of wine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Last glass. <laughs> Looking across the way, and she's holding her empty bottle upside down with a sad look on her face. Poor thing. Wine just goes so fast. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what the head's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the word is buzz, maybe. Um, <laughs> so uh, send more wine to Jewel Tady, care of the Stoop Radio Network. Uh, let's uh, keep her in wine. Much obliged. Thank you. Much I think pie. Mike was trying Absolutely. to, like, send me a message. He's like, hey, uh, stop drinking beer and vodka. Drink some wine. Be classy. <laughs> yeah, it's called, yeah, we're we're so classy here on the stoop. That's what we're all about. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> you know, as as you know, Jewel wasn't with me Monday, and she sent me a message today. She said, can we not make Python jokes tonight on the stoop like <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did on Monday? Uh, you know. Yeah, we're classy here. We're going to we drink wine. It's all good. Yes. Uh-oh. Keep together. So let's get to uh, let's get back to the things we do that make us us cuz I couldn't do it Monday cuz it was kind of stupid to play it by yourself. It's not stupid to play with yourself. By yourself, I said. <laughs> let's get that straight. <laughs> um it is the little game show that is taking the world by storm and we know it as Wow, it's an extra special introduction <laughs> to what's on my playlist. Jewel's sitting in the high notes tonight. What is what's on my playlist, you ask? Well, we take five songs from our music library, played at random, 
pick them, tell you the song, tell you the artist, a little memory about the song, and at the end we rate it, and I always beat Joel, and everybody has a great time. So let's kick it off. Let's get right into the playlist. I am going to start off with my first selection tonight. That's one of the baddest-ass rockers of our time. Mr. Billy Idol. Oh. Rebel Yell. Oh, yeah, Rebel Yell. That is one of my absolute all-time favorite songs. Um, Bill was a bad dude back in the day. Before he had that motorcycle accident, kind of slowed him down. Um, yeah, man, Rebel Yell was uh, truly one of my favorites. Great. I always loved Billy Idol. Remind me of kind of growing up, uh, 80s, 90s. Still rocking today, Billy Idol. Very nice. Thank you very much. What's the first turn? on your list, Joel? Yeah, well, okay. let's, let's have it. Why, it's none other than our Lomas Taylor Gale. Yay! Yay! Uh, Butterfly. This was, you nice. know, that was a bit yay. I know. <laughs> I <think it's> just... <laughs> um, yeah, this actually was nominated along with Sophia's song. Um, she just, just won this award. It's a the Youth Achievement Award for the Music Out Loud in the USA Song Competition 2017. Doing it up, Miss Taylor Gale. She is amazing. So happy to have talked to her. She's just as cool as I thought she'd be. And that's my number five. Got not only the interview tonight, she made what's on my playlist. Very impressive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Butterfly, another song I got to check out. I got to check out more Taylor Gale music. Definitely worthwhile. Uh, tremendous artist. Check her out. Um, for me, my next one. Oh, this is a great song. Rocky Mountain Way by Joe Walsh. I um, thought you were going to say John <laughs> No, it's Rocky Mountain High. This is Rocky Mountain Way by Joe Walsh. And Joe Walsh is one of them guys, and there, there's artists, there's a lot of them. I can name a lot of them, but I won't. But they're them guys that play a great guitar. They're great musicians. They just don't have the voice, but yet they sing, and you're like, hey, I like this song. That was yeah. Joe Walsh. His, his voice is terrible. But man... <laughs> His songs are great, though. We all love his songs. Yeah, Life's Been Good mm-hmm. and Rocky Mountain Way. And, you know, he's got a lot of good songs. Rocky Mountain Way is a, it's great. I love this song. Uh, and it's Joe Walsh. Um, That's my uh, second selection this evening. Very nice. Thank you very much. All right. This is random. I don't know what's going to come up here. You like oh, Okay. <laughs> wow. I have so much Kanye on here. I don't know why. Oh, wow. Um. But this is Kanye West Homecoming, the original with John Legend. He did another Homecoming with Chris Martin. It wasn't as good. Homecoming with John Legend. It does have a fantastic beat. I do love. Uh, I'm like torn. I saw Kanye at Penn State. Like I love Sorry, him man. as a producer. I love him as a producer, though. I really do. I just think he's a butthole <laughs> in person. Like. I just think he's fake as all crap, but I do love him as a person. I mean, as a producer, sorry, <laughs> as a producer, <laughs> you have I love his beats. Yo, yes. yo, yo, let me interrupt, let me interrupt. I just want to tell you that I'm the best. I'm going to cut off what's on my play to say. I'm Kanye. Taylor Gale is the best of all time. Yeah, you have been Taylor Gale. She should have won the war, and then I'm going to cut you off, Joel, because it's going to be about Taylor Gale. No, he he takes it away from the Taylors is, is what he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The only thing uh, I like about Kanye is his wife's fat ass. That's what I said oh, right oh, here. Oh, uh, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Edit me, please. 
sorry, the yeah, the youngsters have, have tuned out. Now that their idol Taylor is gone, they've tuned us out. I so think I can so. Say, I think so. Yeah. Let's say Kim Kardashian West's uh, status. <laughs> okay. Third selection. <laughs> this is an awesome song. This is a song I actually found back in my Sopranos days. It's called World Destruction. Hmm. And it's uh, Time Zone uh, is the uh, the band. Time Zone featuring John Lydon. I'm sorry, World Destruction is the band featuring John Lydon. Time Zone is the song. I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Um, but it's like a great, like, uh, it's like a rap band mixed in with uh, John Lydon, a.k.a. Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols. And the song is uh, Time Zone. Played at the end of one of the episodes. I believe it was the end of the episode where... Um, the sun tried to drown himself in the pool or something, but what? Just watch it. Great song. It's uh, real strong. Got an amazing beat to it. Um, song, you know, you got to check out if you've never heard of it. Look into it. It's called Time Zone again, and it's World Destruction, featuring John Lydon. Excellent song. Very cool. It's awesome. I love it. I got another cool one for you. I like cool ones. Bled. Zeppelin, dazed and confused. Beautiful. Anything Led Zeppelin. This is such a long, great song. It's good yes. for road trips and such. <laughs> Has very <laughs> fun, fun memories. <laughs> yeah, song. I mean, yeah. If you, you like have to, to uh, you know, if you like to uh, roll it up and smoke it, <laughs> you know. Did I say but that? It, I didn't say that. No, you didn't. No, I. I oh, said. okay. Um, like no, it, it, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm totally cutting you off now. <laughs> it's your playlist. Go ahead. I mean, no, it really does remind me of when uh, me and Mike first got together because all we would play was Led Zeppelin because we had a CD player. So Led Zeppelin, he had like the greatest hits, and then Eminem because the new Eminem CD came out that summer. So. Uh, yeah, it really reminds me of like the beginning of our relationship and just those those fun days and nights and everything in between. It reminds me yeah. of um, it reminds me of, like sitting down on my couch, drinking a lot of beer, like getting that buzz on, and like throwing on your sunglasses, just being like, yeah, man, it's just it's like a it's a groovy <laughs> song. It is. It's a groovy, feel good, like doing your own thing kind of song. Really, right. it's just one of my it's one of my all time favorites because it it starts off with that little bass that starts out kind of like deep, and then Plant's voice just like kind of kills it, and then Bonham on drums, yeah, my God, it's one of my absolute all time favorite songs, and that right there has you close to maybe taking the lead. So I got to get back to some good stuff here because that that's an incredible song. I think so. Thank you. Oh, it's amazing. So um. I had to kind of steal your thunder. I got to come back with a, you know, with a goodie, and uh, it is. It's a goodie. It's flying high again by Mr. Ozzy Osbourne, and anything Ozzy gets you right back in the game. Um, this guy just awesome, wild. Uh, probably should have been dead 20 years ago. Him and Keith Richards are just totally defying time. Um, but anything Ozzy to me is fantastic. Whether it be Black Sabbath, whether it be Ozzy solo, whether it be uh, whatever it is. And this is one of the good ones. Flying High Again by Ozzy Osbourne. It's great, Tom. Flying there again. Flying high again. Oh, no, no. 
I sing. I should not be singing. <laughs> <laughs> What's right. on my playlist? What? what song can I butcher on my playlist? Oh, that needs to be a <laughs> segment. Yeah. Let's, commit, let's butcher a song. Okay. All right. This is just a given. But it's Cherry by Lana Del Rey from her latest release, Lust for Life. <laughs> what can I say about Lana? <laughs> That I haven't already said. <laughs> the song is it's, the song is cherry, cherry, cherry. Yep. Cherry. And she's just getting back to her '60s roots, I believe. Even though she's my age, <laughs> <laughs> it is though. Like she used to be all Americana and like flowers in her hair and all that dreamy, landscapey thing. And then she went off for a while. She went on like a little weird. Almost like a cultish tangent. She had she had a thing with that guy. He looks like Jesus or like Jim Morrison. But she <laughs> it was like her last album before this was like weird. It was it was really dark. There wasn't any like upbeat songs, but I really liked the last album because there was a huge mix. She even has like she has Stevie Nicks on it doing a song with her. And she has uh Sean Oko, John Lennon's son. And they John do Lennon. a really pretty yeah, they, I know you don't like the I Beatles, know. whatever. No, I, oh my I, god, I got a really funny story. I, I was, my daughter loves the trolls. I know, I talked a lot tonight, but uh, she she comes up to me and she like holds my hand. She's like, I wanna hold your hand. I'm like, how do you know that song? Like I play Beatles around the house, I really do, but like I haven't played, oh. especially that song. I'm like, why? How do you know that? So I went on Netflix and she watches this thing. And it's pretty much like across the universe, but for kids. It's called the Beat Notes, and it's these little bugs, and they're just singing all these Beatles songs. So I'm like, oh my god! And I was singing all the songs with their face. They had some good songs on there, and I was like singing Child along abuse. with her, and she's like, she's like, how do you know the songs? I'm like, oh kid, just oh, just kid. learn them. They're classics. Yeah. Child abuse. <laughs> Poor kid, scarred no, for life. Never, never. It was kind of, it was kind of funny when you said that Lana Del Rey is getting back to her roots of her 60s, even though she's your age. Um, <laughs> and I laugh because I found it rather funny when Taylor Gale said, "Oh, that song was so long ago, back when I was like 12." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's now 13. Uh, when you're when you're that young, uh, you know, a year seems like ages. That's adorable. Yeah, That's great. And Lana Del Rey, uh, you got a concert coming up, right, Lana? God, I hope so. Waiting for my Christmas present. <laughs> but it's, uh, uh, yeah, January 21st at the Wells Fargo Center, and then January 26th at the Brace Jordan Center, which is Penn State's venue. So, uh, yeah, I would love to go to both of them. It would be amazing. And PlayStation 4, hint, you know. <laughs> Man <cave laughs> yeah, <stuff>. what? <laughs> What's up with this One uh, X? I, I just heard about this. I didn't even know it was a thing. Xbox One X. I thought there was just a oh, one, and now there's One X that's like six hundred bucks. I can't keep up. I just want the cool games that come out, and I can't even buy them because I don't have the new system. And then it's like an arm and a leg to get the new system. It's bull crap. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm still playing PlayStation Three. I can't play Madden anymore. But I'm not good at them games. I used to be great at those games. Now they've passed me by. So. Yeah. I'm going to close out my playlist with one that just makes me the winner. 
This is a song that when it comes on, everybody goes, ah! And everybody knows the song. Everybody sings in karaoke. It's one of the most popular songs of all time. And it's the infamous question about a guy and a girl. Should I stay or should I go? By The Clash. Classic. It's just a classic song. I absolutely, I, I sing it every time it comes on. I love it. I dance to it. I love The Clash. This was kind of a different different class. This wasn't one of our real punk rocky songs. It was a, I said it was kind of a popular tune. It's from that combat combat rock album, where they kind of went you know for more like a popular twist. But uh, this is a great song, and I love it. And I've sang it karaoke, and I you know, one of my all time favorite songs, uh, The Clash. Should I stay or should I go now? That's my final selection. We got one more. Should I go now? Oh yeah, great song. I don't know if. Because obviously my phone was busted. So I don't know if this was on my last What's on My Playlist, but it's been stuck on on here, so whatever. I'm just going to say it again if I already said it. Uh, A little respect. Or a sure. sure. You know what song this is? Nope. I'll just play the beginning real quick. I know I'm going to get copyrighted, but... Yeah. Yeah, all right. You know what song that is? <laughs> I do know that song now. Who's Give that song? little respect to me. Who's E-R-A-S-U-R-E. Right, okay. Erasure. Right, okay. Yeah, I know it now. Now that you said it, I'm like, now i got to go find it. I love that song. I know, right? It's like a good signal. <laughs> right. Kiss my butt again. I don't know the lyrics. Sorry. I make them up as I go. <laughs> That's like me and my sister's song, but uh, yeah. It's a good family jam session song. I got a real dilemma going on right now because uh, Goodfellas is on and I'm not watching it. It's like one of those movies. Like every time it's on, I'm linked to it. That's going to be a, a top five list. Movies you always uh... watch. Yeah, that's coming up because God knows Goodfellas is well. Maybe did we do that already? Goodfellas, we may have. We did. We did like cult classics. Yes, but not, right. but not like movie, like classic movies. Yeah. You know what's one for me? Um, The Natural, Robert Redford. Yeah, it's a good flick. Oh that's man, flick. my dad loves that movie, and I used to have like a wooden bat that I tried to carve in, like Wonder Boy in it. Or Wonder Girl. I don't know what I did. You're a dork. I was a dork. I was such a You're dork. You're a dork. <laughs> okay. That's a little it. dorky. Um, <laughs> let's run down again. Let's run down again to you. What's on our playlist stuff? Uh, for me, number five, No um, Adults, Rebel Yell. Came back with Rocky Mountain Way by Joe Walsh. Time Zone uh, by World Destruction featuring John Lydon, a.k.a. Johnny Rotten, a.k.a. Sex Pistols. Uh, Flying High Again by Ozzy Osbourne. And should I stay or should I go by The Clash? Jewel came back with tonight's very special guest, Miss Taylor Gale with Butterfly. Kanye West with Homecoming, Led Zeppelin's Days of Confused. The all-time Jewel Tatey Hall of Fame singing Lana Del Rey with Cherry. And a little respect by Erasure. I like that song. Wow. I like it. Quite We're a do list. This real quick. Quite a list. Uh, I won, of course. It was close, though. <laughs> But I won't. I'm going to do this real quick. We have been getting so many people sharing the post that Taylor was going to be on the show tonight. So I'm going to fire out her song again, if I may. Joel, are you up for that? 
Yes, definitely. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hear the song uh, one more time. Uh, it's called Sophia's Song. And I was it's just so many people have been sharing the fact that Taylor's going to be on the show. I want them to catch the song if they haven't heard it yet. So we're going to play it again, and then we're going to come back to you and announce who's coming up on the stoop in the next couple of weeks. So we'll be back in about three and a half minutes. Be right back. Please stick around. Taylor Gale with Sophia's Song. We're making a That was not Terry Gale, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that uh, was Mr. Nope. Hal Sparks. And I'm glad because uh, some of the people are like, what the heck happened here? So let's try this one more time. That was, by the way, Strange by um, Zero One and Mr. Hal Sparks. Anyway, one more time, let's do it for Taylor Gale's Sophia's song. We'll be right back. Okay. There
Beautiful song. Um, tonight's Taylor very, Gale. very, very special guest from this evening, Miss Taylor Gale. Uh, Jewel and I both picked up acoustic guitars here in the studio and tried to play <laughs> along. I got to tell you, did not sound a single thing like Taylor Gale. Very funny. I was pretty close. Played. I don't know about Jeff. We both pulled out. Well, let me. I, I'm going to play my rendition. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. It's, Never mind. That's over. That's People never are just going to have to to buy my album to hear my version of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, or tune into the stoop and never hear me do that again. Because that was... Uh, uh, our apologies to Taylor for uh, my introduction of Hal Sparks' song <laughs> in the beginning. The uh, the studio went a little goofy. I think I just lost my future career as a radio station producer because I went to hit her song and then I had a little computer jump and then Hal's song came on and I'm sure Taylor fans were like, wow, this is a new direction for her. But no, her song is actually a soft and beautiful song. Sophia's song. Uh, excellent. And she was a great guest tonight on the stoop. Uh, yeah. Great job, Joel. Great find. A terrific artist. And we hope to hear more from her. And a lot of her people uh, shared the post tonight. And hopefully a lot of you listen in or listen to the replay. And we thank you. And, uh, and we like to get uh, we like to push here for Taylor because she's worth it. She's a great young lady. And uh, she's going to be uh, doing big things in five years. World tour. You already here first. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have some big shows coming up, as we always do. Uh, so let's go down the list now. Uh, we are coming to the end of November. I can't believe it. December is already here. Crazy. Amazing. We waited so much. We had a huge. Huge November. It was awesome. But December is is just as great. And December kicks off on December the 4th, a Monday. And I actually get a little bit country. I do uh, slower songs. I've done rock songs. I do it all. Uh, we get a little bit country with Cherish Lee, uh, a country singer. So we're going to do some country tunes here. She is from the Michael Stover Management Stable of Artists, uh, the daughter of uh, Dallas star Charlene Tilton. I'm going to hope to play a song or two from her uh, on the 4th. A little country music there for you to change it up here on the stoop. Uh, December 6th, from the BET series Bounty Hunter, it's actor G-Rod. That's going to be great. G-Rod, this guy is uh, pretty cool looking, kind of badass. We're going to have him here on the stoop. We're going to talk about his acting career and uh, and the show Bounty Hunters and a lot, lot more. Uh, December 11th, we come back with another member of Michael Stover Management's excellent stable of artists. It's Philip Broussard, pop music singer, former Navy guys. We've got a lot to talk about with him. It's very exciting. Of course, going to thank him for serving our country and play some of his music. We certainly hope so. Speaking of music, we go back. It's Philly style. We come back December the 13th. Another great Jewel Tatey find. This is Vita and the Wolf. 
Whoop, whoop. Badass. Yeah, we're excited for this one. Another great Philly local artist. Uh, when we started getting into the stoop and talking to Jewel about ideas for shows, she always said, I want to do local music. I want people to get into local artists. And it's something she's passionate about, and these artists are passionate. It's great. We can't wait for the 13th to get Vita and the Wolf on the stoop to talk about their uh, their music and their Philly days. We're running a little low on guests. We've got to start adding guests, though, because the last show we have uh, currently booked is December the 20th. And it's going to be great. From Married with Children, Juliet Tablack. This is going to be terrific. She played the Darcy's niece, Amber, on that show. She had five good episodes in there. And uh, she said she was happy to do it. No subject is off the books. So we're going to talk Married with Children behind the scenes. We're going to talk about what she's been doing lately since kind of stepping away from acting. Um, very excited for that as well. That is December 20th. Uh, we have put out some viewers. We got some that are close to the hook. We also have some great PR people and management people to contact us a lot. So we definitely have some names coming to you for the new year. We're going to get back in touch with a lot of our PR people that we're close with. Uh, we're going to try hitting some shows if we can. Obviously, we want to get a new website up and running so people can find us more easy. Uh can see Jules' face. I'll wear a paper bag so you have to see my mug. It's going to be great. It's great stuff. I'm so looking forward to everything. I'm really just really, really more so excited for the new year. And we did. We had a great fall lineup. Like, we had so many great guests with tonight. And, oh, my gosh, just, like, all of the talent that has come sat on the stoop. And we're going to have a great December and a great January. And I'm so looking forward to where we'll be next year. I agree. We're lining up guests, and um, I get asked this a lot. And uh, excuse me, uh, like Taylor Gale said, she goes to the mall, and people are like, "Hey, you're Taylor Gale." Well, I mean, I'm not on that wider brand yet, but I'll go to functions, I'll go to parties, I'll go to hangouts in people's neighborhoods, and be like, "Hey, you're the guy. You got that radio show." And like, how do you get these guests? And how do you find these people? And how do you get the content? And it's exciting because it means you'll work very hard at it. And there's sometimes that you know, like. You know, when Jewel's down, I'll pick up the slack. When I'm down, Jewel picks up the slack, and we just deliver great content. And all of our guests that come on, so you people really do good research. You ask great questions. You make it fun. So we're going places, and and we love it. I love it. I love my my night job. My day job sucks, but I like my <laughs> I like my night job. <laughs> I kind of like this right now. I'm I'm kind of in a good place. I'm I'm where I want to be. So um yeah, just looking forward to getting the Stoops name out there more. And um, growing, you know, growing and everything. And um, but with my two, I'm pretty content. So, yeah, much looking forward. Guess my resolution would be this year to dream bigger. I would say. I like it. Uh, my goal is to turn our little stoop into a big porch. Okay, <laughs> the porch. <laughs> yeah, and works, then it'll yeah. be the house, and then it'll be the mansion, and then it'll be the city. No. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's you know, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I love doing it. Um, you know, besides the million dollar paycheck, it's just being here and <laughs> talking to you people yeah. to make it a lot of fun. And and people use the dirty word. And I've had this discussion with people, and they say podcast. No, we're not a podcast. We come live. We're not afraid to go live. We're not afraid to find real guests and and talk to them one on one and get candid. We don't pre-record. We don't hide nothing. We don't get fancy. We just come out and deliver. We deliver music. We you know we play uh, 
play artist music. We talk to them. We get out and see them, and we, we push ourselves pretty hard. We don't have a production team or a, a PR team or people that are going out and, and making our appointments for us and doing the, the dirty work. We do all that. We do it all. And I yes. like better that way. And we got great yeah, support. I do too. Uh, you know, your family and uh, your better half and uh, my family and my better half. And uh, it's great. And, of course, like I said, you know, you don't realize what difference one day makes, but you not being here Monday and you being here again tonight, it's like a whole different world. Oh. The, the radio show Ying to my Yang. And I thank oh. you for that. Thank you so much. Yes, I feel like everything's going well. And, yeah, it felt it felt weird not coming on because I so look forward to this every Monday and Wednesday. You know, I, I really do pour my heart into it and – and I, I spend a lot of time doing it, and I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So, um, you know, to miss this, it, it had to be something major. So um, I appreciate you picking up my slack when I needed it most. And, um, and yeah, and you still delivered a great show. So thank you. Good job, Mr. Perini. Thank you very much. And, I mean, like, come on, if I would have been sitting here by myself and missed the Taylor Gale song and how the uh, – how Sparks song came on, who was going to be there to laugh with me and make fun of me and point the finger at me and just like make me look like a total ass? Nobody. It would have been quite as fun. It was great. It was a great uh, music moment there. Tell me about it. Like I used to say back in the day when, when I did the show with John, I used to say back in the day, anything at all to get this show some notoriety, I will do it. I will make a total ass of myself. That's what it means. And I just did it again tonight. You're welcome, America. Oh, <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, we've we've built a wonderful we've built a wonderful rapport here, and uh, like I said, there was a few different names that were available. I'm glad that Jules uh, made it to the top of the list, and uh, we get to do this two nights a week. We get to have a blast. I love it. Same here. Outstanding. So we're getting ready to bring it home. We got about six minutes left. We'll leave a couple minutes early. Let's school out a little bit early tonight, folks. Uh, again, a huge thanks. To the lovely Miss Taylor Gale, very talented artist. We hope for big things. We hope to have her back on the show again. Uh, she was our very special guest tonight. We played her song, Sophia's song. Jewel also highly recommends Butterfly. That was on her playlist. So get out and check out some Taylor Gale. And don't forget to come back with us uh, Monday. We get into December, December 4th. Cherish Lee. We're going to get a little country here on the stoop. We haven't done that in a while. We're going to play some country music and enjoy that. And I tell you, Michael Stover's uh, artists are always very classy and well-spoken and fun people, so we're going to have a great time December 4th. That's it. We got uh, Eagles football Sunday night. Seattle Seahawks. Very excited for that. You know we'll be talking about it Monday on the stoop, unless they lose, and we won't talk about it. We'll act like we know who they are. I'm just kidding. My boys. <laughs> Love them, ten and one. Let's go and get Seattle. That's kind of a that's like revenge game. Last couple of times we played them, they really roughed us up. So we got to go out and get it. Very excited for that. Yeah, it'll be good. I heard it's going to be kind of a toughie, but you got it right. How oh, we got it? Playing in Seattle is a tough place. Uh, Russell Wilson's a very tough quarterback. You know, it's going to take an A game, but that's what we've been doing. We've been playing up to the level of our competition, and you know we've been taking the the not so good teams and putting them in their place. I like that. I like the fact that we don't treat any team different. We just go out and get it. So uh, very mm-hmm. excited to talk to the boys again on Sunday night. So that Did is it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say, uh, Carson Wentz looking like the prince. Did you see that? Yes. That was so they funny. They are, they are engaged. Oh. They're engaged. 
Yeah, she's a lovely young lady. She very she's very attractive. We uh, tried to get her on the show, and uh, of course we were told really? her. I tried, and I got her PR oh people said that God. her schedule. Yeah, they said her schedule is downright impossible, which I understand. I mean, what yeah. like recently you tried? Yeah, um, a few months back. I tell you, my my wife is a junkie for that that show. That um, no way. Suits. Dude, she loves that show. Uh-uh, I never saw it. Matter of fact, on her uh, her screensaver on her work telephone is that dude Harvey from Suits. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I like the prince. Uh, I think the prince is very handsome. Yeah, I guess not really my speed, but she's a yeah, she's a doll. Meghan Markle of the famous Markle notes everybody wants. <laughs> we got a potty break here at this too. We got a potty break. Our uh Joey, our come here. little mess. Come here. Our show say hi. Our show lovely mess. She's gonna crash real quick. Say hi. Hi. She she got a little shy on us tonight. Yeah. Because she knows everybody's listening. But it's just me, her, and it's just me, her, and Jewel here. She talked up a storm. She knows she's got a big audience, so she's a little shy. Yeah. And that's okay. Say hi. Uh, there it is. The lovely Joey. Such like a this. lovely young lady. Show them yeah. how it's done, kid. That's right. <laughs> now, now, now she got going. I need to be able to get her stuff. <laughs> Oh, she's adorable. That's a lovely young lady. You're you're blessed, I gotta tell you. Absolutely. Yeah, my young child is a little white Bijan who likes to poop on the floor of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here are the kids. Yeah, here's the kids. All right, so let's pack it in for tonight. A great evening again here on the stoop. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in for the amazing Joel Tatey, I am Jeff the Shark Perini, and for the lovely Joey as well, <laughs> we wish you all a very happy good evening, and we'll talk to you Monday. Bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's there for me. <laughs> good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. <laughs> She's not letting us leave. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.